0: Yo! What is up, Real Critics? It's Jose here, as always, and you're listening to Everyone's a Real Critic, the podcast where John Wolfe and I take a look at movies that have a 20% difference between the audience and the critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes. We give you the Real Critic thoughts on the movies, we break down uh, the movie with some critic and audience reviews, and we wrap it all up with the overall real ranking part. Remember, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone's a real critic. <laughs> wow. I know, I'm getting that down to a T. Oh, that was pretty good. What's up, John? How you doing, my friend? My I'm doing my all right. my friend, my homie, my brother, my co-host.
1: I'm doing all right, man. It's
2: uh, we're just wrapping up Spooky Season. I know we're 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 a little late, but you know, better late than never. I guess is. I is refuse what Shrek says. to let it go. Really?
0: Okay. I Elsa. love Spooky Season. Do you? It D- does Spooky no, Season never no. stop? Elsa tells from? you to let it go, John. Elsa tells you let it go.
2: Oh, so you're more of a Miley. Can't stop, won't stop. Sure. Hannah Montana.
0: I don't know that one.
2: You don't know Miley Cyrus?
0: This is more of your bag of tricks. Um, Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift. Yeah. All of them. You You just, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, so it's spooky season. We're wrapping up. We're a little bit into fall, so we're a little bit late. But we wanted to give all of our listeners... Uh, We love scary movies. We love the spooky season. I feel like we've done some amazing, amazing uh, Halloween spooky season podcasts in the past. So if you haven't already, I know we've done Halloween. We've done Halloween Kills. We've done Hocus Pocus. Go back. Give it a listen. Practical Magic.
0: Practical Magic. It was terrifying.
2: That. (laughs) I couldn't sleep for a while after that one that one really i couldn't
0: sleep john had to get up and make midnight margaritas (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) midnight marks baby
2: uh if you don't know what we're talking about you got to go back and listen uh because that that was an exceptional time we also had our friend daniel from uh from drafted pod the drafted pod yeah uh give that a listen too but uh yeah this week we're keeping it spooky we're going to talk about the movie, I think, that's taking over the nation when it comes to scariness uh, over the last summer, I would say. It came out around summertime, springtime, and there, you know, springtime spookiness. And uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, everyone's been talking about it. It's been on every talk show. <laughs> uh, I think it's been the talk of the news, uh, especially in NFL season. I I think that's all that they've been talking about. Um, It's the number one rated scary movie in Ferrari Vespa magazine, I'll tell you that. And uh, that's right, if you haven't figured it out by now, we're going to be talking about The Pope's Exorcist, the top, the best exorcist movie that's ever been made in the last 40 years, that's a guarantee. Uh, It got a 49, well, it should have gotten 100%, but sadly it got a 49% from critics, 81%. From the audience, so I'm pretty excited to talk about this movie. But before we kind of expel the demons uh, on this week's spooky episode, let's get to our favorite part of uh, of the show. What you watching?
1: In kind of our What's favorite up, part.
2: We're in the, in our favorite part of the show. I think it's it's easy to agree because sometimes we just watch some really shitty movies, uh this week included. So it's fun to talk about kind of what we've been watching, if it's really good, if it's really bad. And we should probably let let the people know that are listening, if you really enjoy this segment as well, if you think it's really good, uh, you can get more of it by becoming a Patreon, by becoming a supporter of our channel. Uh, we would love it. We only have one tier. That is the GOAT tier because if you can subscribe to it, you are a GOAT to us and we will treat you as such. You will get so many perks, uh, especially Jose's manifesto that's going to be coming out on Friday the 13th. So uh, he's going to give you a little sneak peek of that right now for a listen. Let's
0: just hop right into it, okay? It's Halloween season.
1: Halloween is cool. And
0: um, Friday the 13th, not great.
2: And if you want to hear the rest, you know where to go. Subscribe <laughs> to us on That's Patreon. Right.
0: We'll, we'll be dropping that on YouTube and then we'll have extended Whatcha Watchins on Patreon. So it'll That's be fun. Right. I put, I've put a lot of work into this, like a lot, mm. like hours worth of work for free, like unpaid labor. It's, it's a you, work of passion.
2: It is. It is. And we're not, you know, we're not selling out. We're not trying to get you to <laughs> spend your hard-earned money on, you know, your corporate job somewhere, you know, shilling out for the man. We just want to keep doing what we're doing and we want to keep making you happy. And so if you we can, want to monetize can, our
0: passions, come on, John, let's be yeah, honest. If you let's want to honest. support we us, want, we want to make money for being creative and watching movies. Speaking <laughs> of monetizing
2: a passions, uh, <laughs> speaking of monetizing passions. What, are you going to get
0: back into Taylor Swift? Uh,
2: I wish. No, I, uh, so um, <laughs> as we mentioned on the last pod, I made, I made quite a jump. Uh, from from one country to the next, and so I'm I'm kind of
1: in
0: between. Yeah, skipped gigs over right the now. pond.
2: Yeah, I'm in between gigs right now. I'm exploring what life has in store for me, and uh, I for those that don't know, I really enjoy animals, and so I was like, man, I'm really bored. I need to find something to do with my time. Um, you know, maybe I should volunteer with animals, and then I thought, why would I offer up my time for free? when you can get paid for spending time with animals. So I've actually been walking dogs, my guy. Oh, wow. For for some time, yeah. You wouldn't believe the types of people that pay other people to walk their dogs for just an hour out of the day and how much they'll pay for someone to just take their dog out for an hour. The best is when the owner is still in the house. So they're just so lazy that they can't take their dog out for an hour that I'm taking their dog out. And I know some of you are like, oh, well you might be busy. You know, they might be busy with meetings or and this, this person was not busy. Are they disabled? Maybe they're disabled. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Disabled from doing for the yeah. dog. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. And that's the, that's the beauty of, of what you're watching is sometimes we just get all over the place, but if you want to get, <laughs> if you want the good stuff, it'll be, it'll be on Patreon. So thanks. Thanks for subscribing. And uh, so let's kick it off, Jose. We're gonna keep it spooky on what you're watching this week. So, uh, what's yeah? Going? Hit us.
0: Like I said, I, I refuse to let go of the spooky season. So I've pretty much been watching exclusively spooky uh, content. It's I've spooky. watched um,
2: exclude
0: ex ex spooky ex ex spooky Less. <laughs> <laughs> exclusively spooky ex spookyly, um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've I, I like I said I've been watching all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. You're gonna get a video on at least the first one coming out in the next week or so. Um, like I said, please go please go watch that. I put a lot of time and effort into that. I'll
2: watch it, dude. And,
0: um, I'll watch thanks, it. dude. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, it would be really nice if you watched it and you know shared and subscribed, and uh, maybe we'll we'll make more. I'd like to make more. It was a lot of fun. Anyways, this is a long roundabout way of saying I've been watching a lot of the Friday the 13th movies. And that led me into watching A Nightmare on Elm Street as well. So mm. uh, I've seen a few of these, you know. That's yeah, the me. Freddy Krueger's. Yeah. yeah, the most famous child molester of our time, Freddy Krueger. Um, is he
1: molesting, yeah. though?
0: Yeah, he, that's why he got murdered by the parents. It's like part of his canon. Oh, really? He was abusing children and saw all the parents uh, burn his burnt his house down. And then uh, he came back as a malevolent force, stronger than ever. And he is, you know, he haunts the, the dreams of the children of the parents who murdered him.
2: How did Freddy not get canceled? Know this? That seems. Uh... He did get canceled.
0: They he murdered did? him. He well, got like I mean, actually. Yeah. yeah, they this- burnt his house down.
2: This as a concept is wild to me. I guess I didn't put together that he was a child molester. Um, this seems interesting that it would have been green lit. I guess maybe not in the eighties because that was just so long the ago. The eighties were a
0: wild time. Yeah, yeah child
2: molestation time. was totally fine. But the fact yeah. that there was a Freddy vs. Jason movie not too long ago, and a and I think like a reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street. I watched that recently. too. Wow. The the Freddy vs. Okay.
0: Jason movie is awesome by the way. Is Absolutely it? hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Why do you want
1: to Yeah, that's I mean
0: that's I, I wasn't even going to talk about that movie cuz I was thinking about potentially making a video about that movie because it's fucking insane. Um but in Nightmare on Elm Street 3, we get a lot of that back like that canon that like where he's uh, just uh, fucking uh, kids. Like, why No, you you learn like who his mom was. And his his mom mom? was a nun who gets basically R-worded by hundreds, hundreds of inmates. And so, like... Oh, sorry. I didn't
2: mean to laugh. When I heard R-worded, I thought about... Yeah,
0: no, no, no. Not (laughs) like (laughs) the black-eyed... Not not the black-eyed peas R-word, like, let's get R-worded. No, the other R-word. Yeah. Not that
2: that's funny (laughs) either, but... (laughs)
0: It is funny that, that that even happened. For what it's worth, it's funny that they thought that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. oh my um, but basically, he he's like the manifestation of some sort of like weird cum slushy of a bunch of terrible people, and uh, so he's like super evil. He's and and, and but anyways, Nightmare on Elm Street Three is about like the kids fighting back. They like realize they're in dreams finally, and that they can like lucid dream and and fight back, so they all have like powers inside their dream. One kid's like a wizard, another kid's like super strong, you know, nice. and the gr- one girl's like super acrobatic. It's like an x men movie dude. It's like better. Do you remember new mutants?
2: No, I never watched it.
0: It's terrible, but it's basically what new mutants wanted to be it's it's like.
2: That's the best. When so one good. of us is like, oh, dude. Like from the, you've seen it, and then no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> actually, totally I totally leave, seen leave you hanging out on a limb.
0: Yeah, thanks that, for that. Thanks for the support, there, bro.
2: I haven't seen. It. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you're welcome. I wanted to make the time <laughs> this week to watch it, but I, I just, I just didn't have time. New the, Mutants. Don't no, watch that. The Nun, and the Nun Two. I haven't seen the, the first nun one. Too,
0: me neither yeah do you
2: think it's about Freddy's mom
0: uh well freddie's mom's like a good nun
2: uh well isn't yeah. there a good nun in the nun and then a bad nun isn't there a nun
0: i don't know because there's that like weird little like slash across her face where it's like yeah. you know like a pure nun and then like a black nun
2: yeah um
0: <laughs>
1: which one's the bad one
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh The Black Nun, obviously, yeah, is the is a good sure. one. The one yeah. in the
2: darkness, yeah. yeah um.
0: Definitely. Anyways, Nightmare on Elm Street three is a lot of fun. It's it's Freddy Krueger is hilarious and the really so up really way.
2: good. So you're saying really good?
0: Yeah it was it was pretty yeah it was really good it was really entertaining I loved it. Um, like I said, I watched Freddy versus Jason right afterwards, and that movie is boy that is like the 2000s the 2000s were a wild time as well it's crazy yes.
2: yeah kelly Rowland there, is in that movie really for how long yeah
0: and and, and freddie says some racist ass shit to her it's crazy I,
2: yeah the reason it's i asked for how long is i assume she died quickly in the movie
0: oh she actually dies in the third act it's surprising oh wow they, they, they keep her in. they keep her in it for a while
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably. Freddie says lot. some
0: fucked up shit, dude. Freddie looks at her and he goes, mm, "I love dark meat." <laughs> and you're like, "Whoa, Freddie!" <laughs> <laughs> From that, Like, it's fucked up. But then it's also like, yeah, okay, of course, Freddie's also racist. He's a child molester and murderer. Sure. Of course, he's also racist. Why that's probably the what the writers there? room was
2: like yeah they were like yeah dude throw it at us like
1: duh like, yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean, this guy has no morals They're like, why stop
0: here why stop at racism keep it going keep it going I mean I
1: know the t- the Absolutely 2000s were, were a long
2: time ago so it was totally fine to be completely racist and, and all of that stuff so but still yeah I can't wait for yeah. new age Freddy what do you think like New Freddy's gonna be like, he can't be a. I'm glad you it.
0: said that because I watched this movie called Totally Killer on Prime, okay. and it's like it's about a Zoomer girl, like she's like Gen Z, who goes back in time to the 80s. And, um, like it, it's really, it's actually really funny, but it's like a Back to the Future meets Scream type slasher and nice. the f- best parts of the movie are her reacting to how wild the culture was in the 80s like from her point of view and being like i can't believe you guys are saying this kind of shit you know um so i, I don't know maybe it'd be something like that maybe it'd be like freddy would be murdering some kids and he says a fucked up shit and they'd be all like whoa freddy calm chill, down dude. with the like, racism yeah. Yeah, yeah chill dude not cool
2: did, was it like Back to the Anyways, Future? Anyways, you should watch that?
0: that. That was another one of my. Uh... She banged her mom.
2: Um, Toil- totally killer. Well, she has really to good. go
0: back and save her mom. She has to go back and save her mom. So yeah. she doesn't bang her mom. Kind of. She does. She's not like totally killer. Ideas. Really good. Mom's right no, no. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't yeah. bang her mom, but
2: yeah. So not quite Back to the Future.
0: Close though. There's like a lot of similarities. You know, no like cum she's. Slushies. No, no, cum slushies. <laughs> No R-word come slushies that created a child-molesting uh, dream killer, unfortunately. That's just Freddy. Um, but pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. I'll say really good. Really good. Totally killer. At Night round Elm Street. And then, uh, okay, my last one, John. Um, my last one that I'll talk about at length is uh, okay. Five Nights at Freddy's.
1: Oof! I've
2: Have heard, you heard of this. I've heard things ever, about it.
0: It's... I never played the game so I went Same. into it pretty pretty blind to like the lore of Five Nights at Freddys. So as somebody who has never played the games, this it was really bad. <laughs> really bad. So bad, almost reaches the point of like so bad it's good but it never quite makes it there. It makes so little sense. Uh, And it takes itself way, way too seriously for a movie about like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics that are murderous, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Josh Hutcherson is okay in it, but overall, you can miss this one.
2: Damn. Okay. I heard it's. I've heard that this is like a very interesting experiment, almost in the in the box office. Five Nights at Freddy's. I've been like from a business perspective. I've been reading about it and. And all of that, because I guess it's really killed as a nostalgia act. So the people that have seen or played the video games, like, people are going to the movies to watch this movie.
0: And I it, went to it, the movies.
2: Yeah, and it released same day on a streaming platform. And so, oh, um, I didn't
0: know that. I would have not gone to the movies otherwise.
2: <laughs> yeah, it released on Peacock, I think, same day. Oh. But people, but people are still choosing to, like, go to a movie and pay, like, money to see it. And so it's just this, it's just an interesting, like, is now I wonder if Hollywood's going to, like, not that they weren't already all in on Nostalgia Act, but, like, now are they, because you know what it is. They they get, like, a taste of
0: one thing also and like they a, all in on it. Absolutely. And this is, like, a very, like, cult-acclaimed yeah. game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, a video game adaptation. Um, so I wonder if they're just going to throw more money at that, you know? But I, I, I don't think that the budget was very high on it. So I, I bet they're seeing better, like right? a pretty good return, right? Yeah. yeah. I hopefully this does encourage them to make more low budget um movies because like I'm so tired of the hundred plus hundred million dollar blockbusters and you know, and they're expecting if if they want to break even, they want to have a two million like uh, a two hundred million dollar opening weekend. Like these Marvel movies. Like you read that Variety article, right? Everybody's talking about that Variety article. I was just, I was just about
2: to say, like, if people listening want want to, we should do a deep dive of Marvel. If if our people listening would find that interesting, we should, we should have a uh, Patreon exclusive or some kind. We could of do a the, Patreon
0: uh, thing where we, yeah, what, people, do people join it. I don't know. Let let us know if you guys want. Like, I wouldn't mind re-watching all the Marvel movies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> do you want to do that
2: we i mean we could have a fireside chat to, like, do a quick, quick,
0: and then do a quick little patreon talk yeah we could do something like that Jesus. why not
2: we could yeah. yeah if you guys want to let us know subscribe yeah like messing around on discord
0: a little bit more now yeah, too and like we could we could always do like a uh watch along or something yeah. on We'll,
2: like po- we'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll post the stuff on <laughs> uh, on, our social, on our social channels. We'll, we'll make sure we share it. We'll
0: make sure we share it.
2: So Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's is uh, really bad. That's good to know. So I won't really bad, time. really bad. Won't yeah, I
0: mean, you. Could, I, I would suggest watching it on Peacock over going to go see it in the movies. You know, Peacock. I didn't know that was an option. Peacock.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. We did only,
0: um, and then I have position. another couple things I've been watching, but we could talk about it at the end. No, let's you wanna, hear it now. You know, for our let's extended, it
1: no, okay, we'll clip it. okay, yeah. We'll um, just... This,
0: well, what we'll, 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 we're going to talk about next, you know, Patreon exclusive here. Okay, yeah. so we'll cut to John. John's watch watching <laughs> after we talk about this. So, <laughs> but but I'm never gonna. Get All it. right, let's cut back into uh, into watch watching. John, why don't you tell us what you've been watching?
2: Yeah man I've I I've uh I've also been keeping it spooky I think just kind of keep trying to it, Halloween's not really a, a thing here in uh in London. People here they don't really celebrate Halloween. Uh I think we talked well, yeah, about Yeah, we it a talked about bit.
0: that with Katie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, and that. Um they they kind of go straight into Christmas here. So we we had one Trick or treater that came up to our door, and I kind of hid behind the blinds because you can see inside our apartment from the front door. So as soon as I heard someone knocking on the door, I just kind of like, and I, I froze, hoping that they wouldn't see me. And I don't I don't think the kid saw me, which was great because uh, I I didn't have any candy. I had no. Idea or you looked appropriately
0: kn- terrifying, just your silhouette sitting there.
2: Yeah, it I like. like Freddy okay, well, Kruger'd this looks in. like
0: a trick. Yeah, I started <laughs> yeah. Freddy Krueger. I started it's like started more like of a, gyrating. Than a treat. Yeah, I uh-huh. started like
2: breathing fog onto the windows and then like wrote some th- things with my Dude, finger. Dude, Freddy Krueger's
0: hilarious. <laughs> anyway. He, 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 he drives a woman's head into a TV and then he goes, welcome to Pritch. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a, he,
2: he's a one-line <laughs> king. He's a one-line king
0: yeah, I love that. yeah, I love that for him. yeah.
2: um I so, love
0: one-liners. Oh,
2: shoot. I got one of these backwards on mine, so I'm gonna start with my really bads because, you know I like to I like to stay in the positive. I like to get rid of the bad stuff and just focus on the good stuff. So my really bads. I watched uh Insidious the Red Door, which is the latest installment. Uh, to the insidious franchise have you kept up with those movies since they've been rolling out no I remember we we watched no. the first one
0: we watched the first one in high school i remember that yeah. it was good
2: in high school yeah it was good it was a solid movie i remember it, was it being very the,
0: good yeah
2: yeah it was like kind of the hereditary so, where wait
0: because can you tell me about the franchise a little bit because i know that it's like yeah, that, that first Insidious, and then there's a couple chapters of that. And then doesn't it go into, like, La Llorona or something, and Annabelle, and a bunch of other spinoffs?
2: Ah, oh, that's a good question. I haven't really, like, locked into the lore of that. Maybe I should do some more research on it. I, um, I picked this one up because I remembered... Well, first of all, I saw that, uh, what's his name, Patrick Reed directed this one. I'm not sure if he directed the ones in the past, too, but Patrick Reed plays kind of the main character, the dad in Insidious, who uh, like his son Dalton in the past movies, can sort of astral, they call it astral projecting, similar to what it sounds like the kids in Freddy 3 were doing. Um, yes. And so you you enter the dream world. I mean, Patrick, you mean
0: Patrick Wilson, right? Patrick. Yeah, Wilson. sorry,
2: Patrick Wilson. Pat,
0: Patrick Wilson. Um,
2: And so... Uh I, I thought maybe and again I, I don't know off the top of my head if he if he I'm very unprepared for my critique of the insidious the red door, but um I figured like someone that was so dedicated and in on this type of franchise would maybe like be able to revive it and make it worth something. Not good. Um it it, it was a sleeper. <laughs> I I fell asleep in the astral plane, To be honest, just just not good. Uh, It it sort of (laughs) it lost its way. Like it it had potential. I think the the son has grown up, and he and his dad went through some kind of hypnosis therapy to forget everything that happened to them, and and then it starts happening again. So it was it was pretty much just like the first movie, but they were grown, and so it was kind of like ah, I've seen this before. Um so that's really bad you can miss it the other one that was really bad that I was surprised because it kind of rated a little bit higher on critic and audience both alike was The Boogeyman I don't know if you've seen that one Uh, recently came out Little Kid Fights The Boogeyman really bad I'm not gonna lie to you it was one of those movies where I just could not focus on it I was so bored watching it but I you know I wasn't gonna quit on it because uh, I'm not a quitter, but I really struggled uh, to to stay focused on. It. They were <laughs> I'm not a bad. quitter. They were bad.
0: Okay, uh, so I I have a little bit of context, John. Yeah, let me hear it. Let uh, me for hear the Insidious it. franchise. So yep. so the Insidious franchise exists. Um, it's it's but it's separate from the Conjuring franchises. The yes. only link is that. Patrick Wilson has been in the first two Insidious, and he's been in the Conjuring movies, yes. and he's playing the same character. Um, so, Is like, the Insidious, the oh, obviously, those those go chronologically. Yeah, he's Ed Warren. He's Ed Is he Warren? not Ed Warren in Insidious?
2: I don't think so, no.
0: I don't think he's Ed Warren. Oh, I think you're right. A, you're right. Yeah. He's not Ed Warren. Speaking of... so, Okay, note. so the Conjuring, it goes, chronologically, it goes The Nun, Annabelle ah. Creation, mm. Annabelle... The Conjuring, Annabelle Comes Home, and then The Curse of La Llorona, The Conjuring 2, and then The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It.
2: And where does The Nun 2 land in all of that, is what I want to know. I, um, don't, I don't know. The Devil Made Me Do It wasn't that bad, but it, it wasn't great. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, have you but seen all of those that I just I've, named? I've seen most of them. Yeah, because I. Oh wait, you've I only seen it... the
0: ones that start with the,
2: right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I haven't seen La. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've seen The Conjuring, The Conjuring yeah, Two, but I haven't the seen Curse of La <laughs> Llorona.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um... Well, I I have seen most of them because I find Ed Warren and his wife fascinating that they were just these con artists that uh, similar to, I I guess, just like to any cult, really, like they just preyed off people who were in tough times uh, and totally took advantage of them. And they, to this day, just stick to the bit. And it is incredible how much they get away with
0: apparently they have like that house that has like a bunch of like cursed objects in it. What do you think Father Amorth would think about that place? I would love to <laughs>
2: <stop>. <laughs> We're going to talk about it later. We're going to talk about it later. Let me get through uh, my really good because
1: uh, f- yeah, Father yeah, go Gabriele
2: Amorth is... Gabriele. They, I would like to know who he where he, was on, Gabriel oh, where oh, he was on January.
0: and Gabriele where he was on January.
2: Yeah, I want to know where he was on January 6th, to be honest. Uh, my really goods. Uh, <laughs> no surprise here. in A24. Uh, they do it again. Talk to me. I thought it was, oh, I thought it was dude, solid. Oh, dude, I've been
0: dying to watch this. I've been dying to watch this. <laughs> I keep hearing good things.
2: <laughs> um, it was good. It was solid. They could have... I think that the the acting was phenomenal. I think that's no surprise. Storyline was solid. I think they could have spent a little bit more time solidifying the storyline um because it kind of it, it gets predictable towards the end, so you kind of know what's going to happen. But um definitely and, worth it. It had And it,
0: what a grainy horror, huh?
2: It reminds me of Hereditary in that it has it's not anything that's going to jump out and scare you, but it has a couple of those images and just just scenes where you, they just stick in your head. And you're like, "Haunted." that was weird. That Haunting. was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Fall of the Love House it. of Usher. I gotta watch that. Really good. Um, I keep seeing things about this, too. Is it really a Mike good. Flanagan show? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. Fall of the House of Usher is... Well, let me do uh, a little bit of fucking research, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. All right. No, it's, uh, it's solid. It's pretty R-rated. A little TVMA. It's, it, it's a story of a uh, big pharma guy who makes a deal with a devil. Um, and oh. that devil is coming to a close, essentially. And he's just having to so, kind of um, come to grips with it.
0: Yes, it is a Mike Flanagan show, by the way. Mike Flanagan is the guy behind Haunting of Planny. Hill House, Haunting yes, of Bly Manor, Bly Manor Midnight Longer, Mass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, midnight, and midnight,
2: midnight club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was it was good. Love
0: uh, hill house. Oh, that shit made me feel things.
2: That was haunting, haunting. A lot of the yeah, same. Actors, I cried. Did you?
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, hmm. I love that they got like a weird American horror story thing going on with those actors. Although, I never really watched American horror it's story.
2: Too, too much r wording in that show for me, to be honest. So Oh,
0: it, oh okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's a big R-word show.
0: For a second, I had to think about which R-word you meant. (laughs) The
2: cum slushies. Um,
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's cool to say that, but the R-word, don't get (laughs) it.
0: Yeah, cum slushies, totally fine. But the (laughs) R-word, that's where we draw the line.
2: (laughs) Uh, This last one honestly surprised me. I thought it was going to be really hokey and just goofy. And you reminded me of it when you said teen drama about... uh, uh, gen v goosebumps
0: mm-hmm. i good. watched the like the first three episodes loved it's it really enjoyed good. it when justin long it's, showed up yeah yeah same i agree
2: no complaints and it's it only good. gets better it's perfectly cheesy yeah. it knows exactly what it's doing and it's uh-huh. a lot of fun everyone involved in it is having fun doing it too you could tell um so yeah really good
0: yeah i i I love when I see Justin Long come out in a scary project, like when yeah, when he was there when he came comes out like yeah, in Barbarian, the second act of Barbarian, and, and all of a sudden like he's our protagonist. That made me so happy. Um, my, yeah, he's favorite, great. He's my, my favorite, he's my favorite scream queen. Oh,
2: my favorite part. Of I know. Goosebumps is every episode they when the credits hit they kind of needle drop and they always needle drop. It seemed like there was someone's job was to google songs that had to do with the title of the episode so there was one like obviously at the end of the first episode you got to get goosebumps right you, you know that song mm-hmm. i get goosebumps every time every time, not every time, a yeah. time. yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. That one.
0: i, I yeah. love that needle drop too by the way i was like yeah. this is nice this is this love- is working for me it's good
2: the song's yeah. definitely about having sex but it worked for sure.
0: Who cares? It's uh, <laughs> it works. Yeah, it was great. um so, I should have to finish drops. that. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I have to finish that.
2: You do. And speaking of needle drops, there's yeah, a pretty it's time sick, to
0: drop our needles.
2: I was gonna say, it's not a like in a gross way. Drop. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, but we share them though to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah needles.
0: Yeah, of course, it's responsible. You know, we have to protect the yeah. environment. So make environment. sure that you reuse your needles. Um,
2: yeah, save the turtles. All
0: right, let's get into the movie. Did I ever tell you about how when I was on Drafted, I was, like, pissing my pants near the end of the episode, and uh, I didn't want to tell Daniel or Preston, so I was just holding it, and I legit thought I was just – I, like, I was so close to just letting it rip, <laughs> just pissing right in my pants. And I remember, like, get, like telling them at one point, I was like, okay, I, I got to pee. I gotta, I'll be right back. Yeah. And so, like, I ran to the bathroom, and my sister was taking a shower, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, it was terrible, and we were drinking. Like I had been drinking like a couple beers with them. It was oh, wow. excruciating. I've never it. had to pee so bad. Yeah, it Is was it uh, hilarious. I was literally about to just pee like in a cup and ha- like in my water bottle. It was terrible. <laughs> you
1: get, terrible picked
0: up. On I wonder the if hike. you can What's hear me. Noise? Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's So weird. My dick's uh, they're just they're out like leap? in the bottle. Like good thing the like, camera's only up to here. <laughs>
2: What's going on?
0: What's that large thud? Uh all right, so speaking of big dicks, let's let's get into Father Gabriel
2: Father <laughs> Gabriel. The movie this week, The Pope's Exorcist, 49% critic, 81% from the audience, huge gap. Uh critics and audience here. What's interesting about this movie, what what I think really drew us to this movie is that it is a historical fiction. It is about a real person.
0: <laughs> it's based on a story.
2: Based on based on many true stories, I believe. Uh shame we couldn't get him on the show. He recently passed away. Oh, it's a, it's like a but cum
0: slushy of true stories.
2: <laughs> I I believe so. He he has diaries, he alludes <laughs> to them, the books that, that they're good. Um many books, many stories that he's told. Uh Father Gabriele Amort. This dude's pretty interesting. So I, if people don't know that this guy is a real person um, and you watch this movie and you thought it was a big joke, it's not. Okay? This is serious. Uh, well, I mean, I it want starts to... with a
0: very serious quote, I think, it does. of Father Gabriele. Gabriele, amor.
2: Yeah, it does. Um, and right, that so quote, it looks very much like, this is real. Yeah, and that quote is, when we jeer at the devil and tell ourselves that he does not exist, that is when he is at his happiest, um, and that is Father Gabriele Amorte, CEO of the Vatican, um, and you guys are probably like, <laughs> CEO, is not a, it's not a fucking corporation, what are you talking about? That is the chief exorcism officer of the Vatican, oh. so just remember that. Um, what's crazy, I want to break this down for you. By the you. way, it is a this, corporation. No, religion is not a corporation. What are you talking about? It's
0: like the most profitable business of all time you just no, give no, them money. they literally pass a basket around bro and they just throw you just throw money into it wait you don't even get anything you, in return
2: wait are you telling me that these huge mega churches that spread happiness, faith, healing and love to a bunch of people are just doing that to get money and probably STDs no i i think you're wrong about that let me tell you about Father Gabriella though in October mm-hmm. 2000 this is 20 23 years ago, for some quick math for people, it Thank was you. reported, yeah, no problem. It was reported he had performed over 50,000 exorcisms, which ranged. And You're probably like, Exorcisms that I mean, this one is an hour and 45 minutes. Like, how, how, what, what is going on? Exorcisms can range from a few minutes to several hours, okay? So, I want to put that out there in March 2010, so 10 years later. In his life, being born to 2,000, he's done 50,000. In March 2010, 10 years later, that number increased to 70,000. So now he's done 20,000 in 10 years. How many exorcisms does he do a day? In May of 2013, he said he had performed 160,000 exorcisms in the course of his ministry. And according, according to the man himself... Uh, each exorcism does not represent a victim of possession, but rather each exorcism is counted as a prayer or a ritual alone. So some, some people need multiple exorcisms or maybe even hundreds of exorcisms. You know what I mean? So That, that seems was like,
0: like a little bit of a cop-out.
2: It seemed like in this movie he maybe did like three or four exorcisms to this tiny boy. But he probably did at
0: least 300 exorcisms in this movie.
2: Maybe. Depends. I mean, it it depends if we're
0: using his count.
2: Depends on how you're counting them. You know what I'm saying? So my question to you is: You know what I
0: love too is that maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I don't really care anymore. At the end of the movie, we're told that he needs to do 199 more. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I'm excited for Pope's exorcist part. Twenty-seven hundred
2: ninety-eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be pretty insane. And that just like kind of has my question out to you: is Is this guy the Michael Jordan of exorcisms? Is he the Tom Brady of exorcisms? Is Is he the greatest he of is. all time? You think so?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. He'd, right. he'd give Ed and Lorraine Warren a run for their money. You know, well, the Mulder no and Scully of exorcisms. Ooh. Yeah. Well. I, it's hard for me because. Oh, you, liked, a, that, huh? you liked that. You liked that X Files yeah, reference.
2: Yeah. yeah, I did. I like that you brought you up that there Ed
0: needs to the be already. an episode where there should be an episode where Mulder performs an exorcism. I don't think that's a thing.
2: What is exorcisms or that he performs one?
0: Is there an exorcism in any <laughs> of the episodes? I don't think. I don't think so. Don't what think are they waiting yet. for? There's an X in the title. There's an X in the name.
2: Dude, and the name of the episode the it has exorcisms. to be exorcism. Exorcism. Yeah.
0: Exorcism. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, dude. You know,
2: now <laughs> yeah. you're onto something. Bring Again, Father Amor
0: thin, dude.
2: Dude, I'm saying not to get ahead of ourselves, but the way this movie ends, it seems like it's going to be a buddy cop type situation. They could easily come. Oh my come god, out with the
1: exorcism. <laughs>
0: that shit was so funny because that pastor. How did he become so good at it? He didn't even know what an exorcism was in the beginning of the movie. It's insane. And he learned
2: Latin it, in the span of the movie, which was pretty awesome. It's but
0: wild. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the movie, basically he is the Will Smith to Father Amorth's Tommy Lee Jones, like men. And B- <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's the new guy, but he 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 could pick he picked up on things quickly.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, and he likes to party. Here's my thing about <laughs> okay this guy Gabriele, from from these numbers. They seem totally made up. This guy. I, 100%. Even watching the movie, even watching the movie, it seems like he goes in with the mindset I'm going to do as many prayers as I possibly can. And I'm going to make sure, I bet he's also counting the prayers that other people are making around him. Because he, remember, he, he keeps told telling that little people, girl,
0: just keep saying the Padre Nuestro.
2: Just on keep saying. Each just one of those, that's one exorcism that's so i think uh, i'm gonna go off on a limb and say that this guy
0: i'm gonna go off on a limb i'm i'm (laughs) gonna go off on a
2: limb here and say that this guy's complete fraud total (laughs) compiler i think he's a compiler. he's a stat stuffer i think he's a stat stuffer i think he performed hey hey look look i think i think he there's no doubt he put up numbers he at least did one that we saw on screen here which was real but, like, how many times did he actually win? You know, he, he sort of won this time, but he didn't because the demon took over his body. And then, like, well, he did more. All,
0: I think he did I, multiple because it seemed like the mom at one point was also possessed. The sister was also possessed at one point, And the Pope, I think, okay. was possessed at one point.
2: Maybe, maybe. But did he actually come out with a win? That's all I'm asking. You think about some of the greatest compilers, they, they did a lot of action. You think, like, Dan Marino, compiler. Carmelo, George Santos, Peter O'Toole, Glenn Close. They all have a lot of things to their name. No wins. You know what I'm saying? They all claim greatness. Big numbers. No wins. I don't think this guy... No wins. Any... No wins. This guy's don't got wins, so though. This guy's got more? Wins. Because think of the end. The thing got away. We're going to see it again. I'm looking at Father... You no, know, no, Omar no. Played.
0: There's just not 199 of them left. I don't think the thing got away. I think this thing got
1: away.
2: I think it got away. I mean, it was, this was like the, the guardian of hell, this thing that he was fighting. It was like, an interesting look,
0: choice to make it the king of hell for the, the first movie. The fir, your like, why first wouldn't you leave that for movie 200?
2: That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm, I'm kind of looking at Father Gabriele Amort. God bless his soul. God bless his soul. But I'm just saying, like, well, who's to say he wasn't putting up extra prayers, you know, just to show off? or like demon was already down demon was asleep and he's what's just his over up, under he's just putting up number that's what i'm saying what's his overall record how do we know how do we know the yeah, demon i don't know up winning? how do we know the demon's still not inside of him that's what i want to know you know what i mean
0: and- i thought that was going to happen at one point yeah me too and
2: where is he now right i thought that the we demon was
0: going to take over him and then he was going to get on his vespa and take the vespa all the way back to the vatican <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> The, the demon like, and spray paints like fire <laughs> like flames on the side of the Vespa fuck god <laughs> yeah yeah, <something> stupid <laughs> like that.
2: yeah I mean <laughs> we'll never know we'll never know god bless his soul I mean he could be in heaven he could be in hell who knows he could be a demon right now we'll never know uh, compiler the other thing that I found interesting about this movie and I think where we're going at the end of it is this guy created the agency, world-renowned agency, everyone knows about it, you see it in pop culture all the time, the, the IAE, the International Association of Exorcists. And this is... I think maybe where they're going at the end, where they're, like, at the headquarters, HQ, I-A-E-H-Q. Yeah,
0: they had, like, some (laughs) Men in Black type shit. Like, there's, like, a bunch of other exorcists in the back, like, studying scrolls and shit. There's, like, hundreds of them.
2: (laughs) There's, like, demons in cages and stuff.
0: Or demons themselves. I would have loved that.
2: He's wearing like a blue jacket that has
0: (laughs) IAE on the
2: back. IAE on
0: the back. Yeah, it looks like Hell's Angels, like a motorcycle jacket. And then he, yeah, he puts it on, and then he puts his helmet on, and gets on his fucking vest (laughs) to go to the next one. His his like
2: his like police light or whatever. He puts on like a little hat, and it's got a halo around it, and the halo just turns like blue red.
0: Coming through, coming through. Exorcism. i hilarious.
1: Please.
0: I-A-E. I'm, it got me thinking like... Uh, who, who I-A-E. Else? I-A-E. I-A-E. I bet you can't get into this pig, huh? I bet you can't fucking... I bet you can't possess this fucking pig, huh? Yeah, yeah okay. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit was wild.
2: Right? Right? I mean... Uh, two more things about Amorte. Well, first off, who else do you think is in the IAE? Do you think we get any cameos? Mulder and Scully. Mulder, Mulder and Scully, Scully for like sure. That.
0: We need Mulder and Scully, we need Ed and Lorraine Warren in there.
2: Love that. Right? I said Charlie's Angels. Tupani, maybe?
0: Sure, why not? I would love to see them fighting some demons, for sure. Yeah,
2: because they're angels. Yeah. Pope Pope from Outer Banks. Have you ever seen Outer Banks? Pope Life?
0: Never seen it.
2: His name's Pope. <laughs> All right. The, uh, the... <laughs> yeah, you like the. Crushed. <laughs> uh, and this is why I wanted to know where Father Mort was uh, on January 6th. Um, part of his Wikipedia, a big section of it, is actually his views on yoga. That is a section that he has specifically what? in his Wikipedia. At a film festival in Umbria where he was invited to introduce the 2011 film about exorcism called the right he's quoted oh, we should as saying, watch that we should he's quoted as saying that yoga is satanic because it leads to the practice of Hinduism and all yoga Eastern is satanic yes because it leads to the practice of Hinduism and all Eastern religions are based on a false belief in reincarnation and practicing yoga is satanic it leads to evil just like re- this is a quote by the way Practicing yoga is satanic. It leads to evil, just like reading Harry Potter. End quote.
0: So this is the kind of guy Father Amortes, right here. He doesn't like yoga, and he doesn't like Harry Potter.
2: He should have said Twilight. If he said Twilight, (sighs) he's probably never seen the movies. You don't
0: know. He's probably never. You think he watches his own own movies?
2: movies? His own movies are satanic.
0: Is he? He's dead, right? He is now. God loves his soul He was taken. (laughs) He was taken. (laughs) He he lost the battle. He did. That's what I'm saying. Can't be yeah, a death. How God, good that's are you? fucking crazy. How that is, it's so weird. Yoga's is it's... awesome. Have you seen the pants, Father Padre? Have you seen <laughs> the pants? <laughs> Those are gifts from heaven.
2: Yeah, a little down dog for you there, Father. Um, so this movie, <laughs> this movie, uh, came out in April 2023. Uh, I, this interested me about the movie and I think kind of uh, after watching it, looking back and, and doing this research, it makes a ton of sense. So the movie was directed um, by our friend of the pod, we've talked about it before, his name's Julius Avery. He made one of the most influential movies, I think, I wanna say, uh, in my life, at least. Uh, Samaritan with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs>
0: Oh no way! No way! And
2: then it gets better.
0: What? Also, that movie it is like in. is, is odd in, uh, like an audience acclaimed and critically panned, much like this. Yeah, he's a Julius. He's he's for the people. He's a man he of is. the people. He is.
2: He is. I get it. I get it. Um, and this is where it gets interesting because the writers' room here has a, ver- a variety. Of experience and kind of the projects that they've worked on. And it seems that that kind of variety that's not necessarily horror related has definitely played its toll in terms of tone throughout this movie. So, one of the writers here, Michael Petroni, um, he was a screenwriter for Narnia 3 and Narnia 4, kind of his most known works. Uh, And then this other guy, uh, Evan Spiliotopoulos. Billy Otopolis. How about that, huh? He's uh, done a lot of like off-Broadway Disney stuff, like Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure, Ariel's Beginning, uh, which is probably an origin story that no one asked for, Beauty and the Beast, um, and then like action hits like Hercules uh, with The Rock, Charlie's Angels, G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, Pooh's Heffalump movie. Like He is sort uh, of all over the place as well. Um, and so... I kind of see, you know, this movie sort of starts serious and then it kind of becomes Pooh's heffalump adventure towards the end.
0: You know? <laughs> but what the most there... exciting part is 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 Pooh's heffalump adventure at the end.
2: <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, where are your I thoughts?
0: What were your thoughts heading into this? John, this do your you first remember I think it? I forget what movie we were talking about on the pod, but we talked briefly about this movie because we saw the trailer together or something. Uh, And I said, I was excited to watch it. I said, it looked great. Yeah. I I thought the trailer looked good. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe it. Um, so, yeah, I was excited to watch this. I was excited to watch this, and then I remember seeing a clip online of Russell Crowe on a Vespa, and I was fucking in. I, was, I thought it was going to be a legitimate horror movie.
1: I wasn't expecting
0: cool. Russell this? Crowe doing an Italian accent the whole fucking time. It was incredible. <laughs> but, so, yeah, those were my first thoughts. I, was, I thought this was going to be, you know, like like Evil Dead Rise or something, like a serious movie.
2: It could have been it could have been that's the that's the problem with this movie is it like could have been something could have been really cool. it just wasn't mm-hmm. so like as you alluded to, we start with this quote
0: I mean it I mean, kind of, of was cool though
2: the beginning I thought was cool
0: <laughs> I don't uh, I don't know I, uh, I don't know, dude, this movie's what we'll get into it we'll get now. It we're right getting
2: yet. into it right now. so this movie starts that's with right. that quote that we alluded to, uh which is fascinating to me that it starts with like the one we jeer ourselves, you know, that the devil doesn't exist. That's when he's at his happiest. I thought that was fascinating because throughout the movie, I don't think anyone in this movie tells himself that the devil doesn't exist.
0: Um, In fact, everybody very quickly (laughs) believes that that is the case. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He shows up to the family and they're like, Oh, okay, go, go ahead. (laughs) Go talk to the kid."
2: You got it, dude.
1: Yeah. In fact, oh.
2: people in this movie believe okay, the Patrick. devil exists to an extent that, like, he's taken over the church. Like, that's how much he exists in this movie. So, the
0: Spanish Inquisition was yeah. the devil. <laughs> he recons like, the Spanish Inquisition, dude, in a
2: fabulous way. <laughs> fabulous, way. Yeah,
0: incredible. <laughs>
2: yeah. I can't wait to see what incredible. else they do. The
0: way, oh my god, Russell Crowe's yeah, like movies. the worst atrocities of the, the church has ever committed. It was the devil's work. <laughs> 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 oh shit, that seems hilarious. He like walks into the... And there's a, a man who is... He's a skeleton. And fucking Father of yeah. Amorth recognizes the guy. <laughs> even though <laughs> It's just bones. He goes, oh, yeah, that is the most powerful exorcist of all time. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know that? You just looked at a skeleton? Oh, yeah, people thought he just went missing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
2: I loved it. The Italian accent you're doing here is, I think, just as good as Russell Crowe's throughout the movie. <laughs> um, but
0: you know what? Though I, I'll give him credit because in the first, the cold open is entirely in Italian, and he sounds pretty good speaking Italian.
2: Yeah, yeah it was He's doing a good job. I will say the only thing that wasn't italian in the cold open was the devil because the devil doesn't speak italian he only speaks english the devil's tongue probably is what i assume yeah so let's talk about that cold open
0: i thought i, that, I that, love like that and the cold the, the, the open, cold cold was, open was awesome because he was like yeah. the cold open was sick he's like yeah. does the boy speak italian to speak the english and he's like no the boy has never spoken english yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just yelling at him in english
2: yeah
1: it's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. great I thought it was, and then cool. he like,
0: tricks the demon into getting into a pig, and then they murder the pig with the demon inside. Yeah, and it was that's pretty sweet. how he exercises the demon from this child. Yeah, it was Incredible. awesome. Glass. It was
2: awesome. And when I saw that <laughs> it in the was movie, awesome. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna get like this guy, the great negotiator." He's gonna come in, he's just gonna kinda silver tongue all these demons. He's cunning. He's yeah, cunning. Exactly. And he kind of is, right? Like he's kind of above the He's the not exorcism scared of any world. demons at all. He's not afraid. He's funny about it. He's kind of he's playful with the demons, oh, kinda of of making devil, fun of them. The
0: devil hates the jokes. <laughs> the devil hates jokes. So I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I walk around the Vatican and I say
2: Oh yeah, that was so funny. So we get what second, was that in a sec. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So he goes into the Vatican after he does this like crazy act and he has to sit in front of like Vatican Council because you
0: are so aggressive what He's
2: super mean stuff? to this guy who just got rid of a demon, but he did kill a pig. And so if you're yeah. if you're a fan of pigs, maybe don't watch this movie because one gets its head Oh my! Blown God. the hell off, uh, pretty quickly. Anyway, yeah. So he's in the Vatican and he's like flirting with the nuns that walk by, and he's like, "Cuckoo,
1: <laughs> yeah, cuckoo, hey cuckoo, just get married. Dress God, a little tight today. He's,
0: ha- he's having a blast, dude. Russell Crowe's having control. a blast in this movie. He's I love, so here for it. <laughs>
2: He's out of control, man. And he so he takes his best. So
0: he's getting he's getting berated by like the high council of American Catholic yeah. priests or something. And he's just like, okay, pick it up with my boss. I don't know if you heard of him, the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> And then he fucking walks his ass out of there. And the Pope goes and he sits at the Pope, and the Pope's like, Padre Amort, I got the mission for you. This is a serious one. <laughs> it's a child in Spain. <laughs> and he goes, okay, Padre, I am on my way. <laughs> he gets on his little Vespa, and he goes, cross-country to fucking Spain. <laughs> I'm sorry, cross-country. <laughs>
2: On a Vespa, yeah, A Ferrari. Oh my god,
0: I fucking love this movie. You know what?
2: If you look at the movie as a comedy, it is one of the best horror comedies I've ever watched in my life. If you look through it, like the Pope is like Mission Command, slinging out like he's looking through like the John Wick ledger of like, oh shoot. Father Amorte. Yeah. We, ha- we, okay. we have
0: a hit. We have a hit on this one. crazy. The Pope is like doing all like the investigative work and in, like the archives of the Vatican and he opens up this crazy old book and it's redacted. <laughs> that was so good. He's like, like, oh my God, they have a buried this is secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he like
2: pulls out a
0: Bible, half of it's redacted.
1: <laughs> It's It's fucking redacted.
0: (laughs) And they do not want us to know what happened down there. (laughs) Oh, Padre Gabriele, I pray for you. (laughs) Oh, shit. Dude, not to mention, we meet the family in the beginning, and the movie doesn't give two shits about them.
1: (laughs) No. At all. It just, like, aggressively stereotypes
2: the family. Drive
0: away. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's like
2: the daughter. Right away, she's like, Amy, you can't dress like that. There are going to be construction workers around.
0: What, okay. like, what does she think that, that Spaniards are like? Like, they're just gonna take advantage of them. Well, poor I
2: mean, girl. hey, Father Amord, when he comes by, hey, cuckoo,
0: cuckoo, <laughs>
2: hey, hey,
1: sister. <laughs> oh
2: my god, I wish, I wish that he had like a headset on or something. Pope, Pope oh, calls in, Pope calls in,
1: uh, Gabriele, we found out. Don't go down to the basement. It's a trap.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Gabriele, awesome. can you hear me? No.
0: Can you hear me, Gabriele? Gabriele, no. He's like... He doesn't hear
1: I cannot, I cannot hear you. It is a raining out of nowhere.
0: Papa, speak English. I don't know what you are saying. <laughs> oh, cuckoo.
1: <laughs> oh my god dude
0: oh my god <laughs> holy shit oh I love this movie
2: yeah the okay so like here's a pivotal fork in the road in this movie for me is when the young kid becomes possessed by the gas explosion that happens uh, from like too many dead body farts underground or something and
0: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, his mom is it's like, <laughs> we're getting closer to hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think my problem was the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, this this is terrible. And then the second time I just laughed yeah. all the way through. So what happens is this kid. He's yeah, you a spin-
0: serious movie the first time.
2: I was expecting it to be serious. This this nine, They choose this nine year old kid to get Who's possessed all? by. He is. He's a great actor. But he's possessed by a yeah. demon, and for the rest of the movie, he is completely ADR'd by a terrible demon voice, and his first lines as demon oh my boy is to squeeze his mother's breast and say, baby
0: wants some milky. <laughs> <laughs> you never breastfed me, you never breastfed me when I was a baby mother. <laughs> Dude, and he sees the priest and he goes, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> this baby's hungry, you fat cow. I was just like... <laughs> in this movie, in this movie, the children do the fucking, not the priests.
2: <laughs> this movie.
0: <laughs> We're recounting all the bad things about the Catholic Church in this movie, okay? Yeah. Well, not really, <laughs> because
2: the priest was a, a pedo, so the other priest. He he did he did bang a girl or was she a young girl? Yeah, or? but
0: I don't think she was underage. I think that was just like I don't think he's supposed to bang anybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
2: Hey, if you're a priest and you're listening uh, to this episode, <laughs> hit us up. Are you allowed to bang people? Because that was a pretty yeah. pretty uh, defining character trait of of one of the characters in the movie.
0: Yeah. So Can we us talk up? about the father Amorth's defining character trait as well? Like his motivation. He couldn't save um, this a other mentally woman. Mentally ill
2: girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was he sad. thought
0: that she was mentally ill, but she was actually possessed.
2: Well, because you she know, pops
0: up that red cardinal. I
2: was going to say, you know, usually you don't see that for many people, but I think maybe he was able to connect the dots because she threw up a bird. Well, she also bit a bird's head off. <laughs> and then. Yeah the kid ends up throwing up a bird. And I think that was kind of a light switch moment for him to say, yeah. Hey, I'm not going to let this happen again. Two kids throwing up
1: birds. This is you know be my a favorite thing
0: about that flashback. Um, when he like it, she's like up on top of the cathedral about to jump or something. And, you know, like he's, he's like, Oh no, stop. Uh, um, is that in the background, the Vespa is there. Did you notice that? It's like they just had to include it for some. I love reason. it. In this very serious scene,
2: part of me, part of me, wonders <laughs> if like they were like, "Hey, uh, Mr. Crow, uh, we're gonna have you play this amazing guy. Uh, you know, he's he's dead, but we want you to find out as much as you can about him." And I like to think that Russell Crowe, like, maybe asked one of his friends. And his, one of the guy's friends was like, oh, yeah, Gabrielle,
1: he loved it, his Vespa.
2: And his so Vespa. Russell, Russell Crowe was like, all right, yeah. I need to have a Vespa in every scene of this goddamn movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to drive and you know what? Thing. I'm
0: going to play him with a beard. I'm going with a beard.
2: Yeah, he probably Father didn't have a, beard. Doesn't
0: have a beard. He didn't have a beard. Yeah. I
2: looked him up. Do, do fathers have beards? Is that a thing?
0: I don't see. Why not? Yeah. yeah.
2: Too sexy for me. Anyway. Russell Crowe's
0: father does. (laughs) Padre looks good.
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: So we get into this, and then uh, Demon Kid, he's there. And Russell Crowe's essentially mission is to rid this kid of a demon. And he just talks about how weak the kid is, and he's not going to last long. So they got to get rid of this demon ASAP. But they don't know the demon's name. And that is that is where we are. We have to figure out. We have to figure out what this demon's name is cuz we got to weaken him. And that's kind of the driving force behind the movie uh, which yeah. you may not be able to figure out because they say it really quickly and then never really talk about it again.
0: Mhm. Also like the family who you'd expect to be the driving force and heart of the movie take mm-hmm. a backseat at this point. In fact, like they're just kind of around, just yeah. waiting to be possessed. Like the yeah. sister sleeps across the hall from the possessed boy. Yeah. Why? I would be horrified of that kid
1: yeah I I wonder
2: if it's in I, I probably got to read the manuals and everything but if it's in like Pope best practices or just CEO Pope chief practices maybe you know what I should try and see if I can join the IAE next conference they oh my have, god
0: we should we should try to join the IAE
2: they have annual conferences uh, so maybe we should try and join um you would think you would kind of take everyone else out of the house that could be susceptible to exorcism.
1: If, if you were going to do that. If right? Like,
0: thing. but no, I think I think they actually do say something where they're like, um, no, you must stay. You have to stay here. It's for the boy.
1: <laughs> for you know, the boy. If they, if they, Keep they, a pray." He says,
0: he says if we take the boy out, he, I think that's what he says. Oh, yeah, you're right. But leave the so boy. Then the mom but... is like, okay, well, I got to stay. Uh, I got to
2: stay uh, with my kid. I yeah, I don't yeah. Want, I don't trust this guy. Hey,
1: hey, hey keep a praying. Every time you pray, please uh, make a tally mark right here <laughs> on this piece of paper so that I can count it I... out towards my total exorcisms because <laughs> I get paid by the exorcism uh by the by the grand pope. My boss, you may have heard of him, the pope. The he pope? Pays, me, he pays me by a prayer, okay? So, <laughs> keep it going, young girl
0: I wish they would have said something like that when he was in front of like the the tribunal of popes of of priests or something if they were like um father Amor, it says here that you have done 5000 exorcism in the last year um it's safe to say that we think that we're padding your numbers up. There's no reason. <laughs> there's no reason or possibility you could have done that. It's like no, you don't understand. Every prayer is an exorcism.
1: <laughs> you don't understand. I am increasing my billables for the Catholic Church. You get more money. <laughs> yes. I am the best. How is a, a d- man
0: that's supposed to live in the Vatican without this kind of money? How do you expect a man to live?
1: (laughs) How do you think I (laughs) afford this uh, nice whiskey that I drink from this flask?
0: I know I drive a Vespa, but the gas is getting very expensive. It is 1987, after all.
1: (laughs) This uh, Ferrari isn't going to pay for itself. Ferrari Vespa. (laughs) Handmade.
0: Oh, so the you want me to be or... send you my dry cleaning bill after I get all the blood and vomit off of this. <laughs> Dude, okay. okay. we talk about the fucking Pope just vomiting up blood in the middle of the movie?
2: Okay, so I'm glad you, you brought this up earlier that he may have been possessed by a demon. I had no idea. Other than his, like, being Mr. Nowhere, I had no idea why he was really supposed to be in this
0: movie. Me neither. Uh, I, well, I'll tell you what. I thought originally really? that this was going to be the exorcism of the Pope. That like would have been great. Exorcist, like dust, and now Russell Crowe has to go and save the fucking Pope, the fucking a Pope, you know. But it wasn't that, that. would have been great. Although it kind of be potentially possessed. I don't know. They they have like a brief mention that like oh the Pope's been sick recently, um, but then after. He expels the demon, the Pope is fine. He's like leading the group of exorcists at the end of the movie. I don't know. It's like here, here are your here are your missions. <laughs> just handing them off to everybody.
1: <laughs> welcome back.
0: Oh god.
2: Amorte. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. You did a hell of a job this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> More people need your help, Amorte.
1: We I'm just got to call to
0: pain <laughs> actually yeah actually, this next this next mission you're going to New York City baby he goes okay Every- how do I bring my school with her?
1: <laughs> ever since you got rid
2: of the, the gatekeeper of hell his minions have been popping up all over the world we're
1: gonna need you to <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yes! time to eat to pray love got my a friend you to more to
0: go <laughs> <laughs> okay, Papa, why so serious? You know the devil hates jokes.
1: <laughs> Father, you think you can handle this all on your own? Uh, I don't uh, need to handle it on my own. I have a partner in crime.
0: Partner. <laughs> what is even the name of that guy?
2: I forgot. I forgot, to be honest. We'll call him Stevenson.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man, uh,
2: let's talk about it. Clearly, was your favorite part of the movie is when they go down to the crypt and they see love it uh, that that other guy. I love that part because he just reaches into the he's like the the other guy Stevenson. He's like uh, father. The, the gate's <laughs> locked, and he's like,
1: "Uh, there must be a key, to And he looks at the <laughs> the dead skeleton, uh-huh. and he goes. Oh, of a course, and he just shoved <laughs> his hand into the body,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's like just, a five-inch key, dude. <laughs> he is the size of
1: a king-size Butterfinger. He pulls out. What
0: yeah. the, he, there's <laughs>
1: no way that guy ate an entire key like that. I that don't is know. nuts. What is that the shit biggest? thing? so funny? funny. What's the biggest <laughs> thing you <laughs> oh, swallowed?
0: Oh boy. <laughs> what would oh, funny? Of, uh Father Amor? would it be funny
2: guess. if he pulls that key out and he looks at Stevenson and he goes,
1: I've a seen a bigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, what was that pool where there's like a pool in the middle? Is that like a gate to hell?
1: I don't know. That was strange because I was trying to remember.
2: I wish I had rewound this part, but I thought it was stone at first and then it became lava
0: like black water. water. And then it was like yeah. lava.
2: Yeah. 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 I couldn't remember if it was stone before that.
1: But you asked about.
0: Dude, before- how about when the Virgin Mary shows up? That part was fucking sick. That was nuts. Do you remember? Like in the Yeah, yeah dude. And it looks so good. And then it's like, psych, I'm, I'm just demon. another demon. Yeah. <laughs> that shit really Do works you th- for me. I thought that was cool.
2: Do you think. That was uh, a take that the Virgin Mary was wa- maybe the first person possessed by the devil and birthed Jesus, who was a demon. Wow. That would be nuts.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> that would be nuts. I
0: love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this you movie got- retconned the Spanish Inquisition. Like, why not? What's next?
2: I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. What's interesting, though, this part actually was uh, sort of true. Uh, The girl that you brought up uh, that Amort was kind of guilt about, guilt-ridden about, and she kind of pops up as his uh, kind of demon towards the end. And then kind of strange that he gets this girl and then the other guy got a naked chick. That seemed kind of weird. But um, the girl in his dreams uh, from his Wikipedia, Amorte claimed in real life her name, Emanuela Orlandi. Uh, was a Vatican schoolgirl who went missing in Rome in 1983. She was kidnapped uh, for for a sex party by a gang involving Vatican police and foreign diplomats. He said that he was later, that she was later murdered and her body disposed of. Amort claimed that girls were recruited at Vatican for parties, adding that her death was a crime with a sexual motive. Um and in 2023 her her disappearance remains unsolved. So I think that that, Whoa, that was maybe play at
0: the Vatican.
2: So I think that was maybe alluding to that woman if I had to. You're
0: guess. telling me that the Vatican commits sex crimes? There's no fucking no way, for, no way.
2: Not on a mort's watch. They're good. They're good. Yeah, it is watch.
0: <laughs> I am the CEO after all. Take it up with my boss. Maybe you've heard of him. God, the <laughs> dude, the way they were using like those crosses at the end of the movie, like fucking guns, was yeah,
1: hilarious. <laughs> Sick was that. I love when the
2: one came and he's like,
1: "Amore," or uh, "Amore, my love, <laughs> Gabriele." Gabrielle, the cross, and
2: he like throws it at Confess him. me the and cross, then, and he like grabs it, and then I he catches
1: swear, it. It's a <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I heard <laughs> like it was loading up like, a, like a laser. Event. Yeah,
0: Nero, <laughs> Nero.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy shit! I fucking one had this a movie. coin, and
1: the other one had a cross. Oh. Away from me, demon. Wow.
2: And one of them just
1: boils up.
0: <laughs> Get your nasty balls off of me, demon. <laughs> Dude, I think it's uh, I think it's a goddamn shame that he did that accent the whole movie and not once did he go like, Maron! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> Mamma mia!
0: Uh, Maron! It's another demon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
2: uh, you know, Amar, he gets rid of the the demon watcher of hell or whatever. He he gets rid of it, heads back to the IAE headquarters, and that's when he gets that Mm -hmm. other case we've been talking about the whole time. I want to know
1: from you, the sequel,
2: what do you want to see? First of all, I think, because the movie ends by Gabriele, he says... He's like, "Oh, Gabriella, you you up for this?" And he goes,
0: "Let's go to hell." (laughs) I wish it would have been like, (laughs) Fucking guitar riff like comes in there, like. (laughs) I
2: I wish he had been on his best. Rage against the
0: machine starts (laughs) playing. His best one. The other father like holding onto him in the back,
2: (laughs) and then flips the visor down on the helmet.
1: Yeah,
0: let's Let's go
2: go to to hell. hell. And then it's called the Pope's awesome. Exorcist 2.
1: Let's go to hell. Let's go to hell. Love or it. just like Love Pope's
2: it. Exorcist II. 2. To infinite. No, it's got to be like something with. Yeah, two, okay, like, okay. To hmm. demon, to hell. Something like that.
0: Yeah. To evil, to kill. Hell yeah. We'll work uh-huh. on it. Pretty good okay okay let's get it i think it's time for the reviews i mean we barely broke down the movie. it was too much fun wait, wait, wait.
2: <laughs> i will wait, wait before we get to the reviews the sequel maybe let's think about what were some things
0: in this movie that that were missing
2: for you that maybe you think could be in a sequel
0: um okay i think like his motivation was a little bit you know lacking okay. you mm-hmm. know like yeah, we saw some of his like flashback with him in uh, in um in like the war, <laughs> and he had to like mm. pretend to be dead or something. And that yeah, that yeah. cowardice is what's like really making him feel bad or whatever. I th- it could have it could have been something a little bit more. You know, I think he should have sinned like outright sinned, and he's like actually trying to, you know, uh, what is the word that they use?
1: Sin.
0: What is the word that Catholics use? Amen. I don't know. Amen. Repent? repent. Yeah, repent yeah. for his sins. Like, for, yeah. give me,
1: Father. for Does it seem like sin. he actually
0: sinned? For no, give me, Father. Really. I sinned?
2: Maybe lied. I, I wanted don't. what I kind of wanted from this movie is since the direction it was going. I'm, I'm glad we got Sister Mary. I thought great cameo. Um, I was hoping that we were gonna get a real Father Gabriele, like the real guy. What,
0: like
2: CGI? Kind well, like of he like, shows
0: up like fucking uh, like Star Wars. Like in, yeah, Yeah. like Star Wars, like the ghost of his (laughs) older
2: self, and he's like,
0: The ghost of him is like nodding along, doing out the new mission debriefs at the end of the movie, like, Yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah,
2: like you did it, you did it, or just like he's like, Good job, my son, or he just goes,
1: God, give me a sign,
2: and he looks up, and like in that (laughs) blue halo. It's him from the future, but it's the real Gabrielle. and he
1: goes. Yeah. Just keep praying,
0: my friend. I think, like, um, also, what would have made this a little bit more exciting is like, if the if he had had like a crisis of faith. Mm. Maybe, maybe we'll save that for a later movie. But
1: mm, like, Father Immort like e. is
0: pretty much uh unstoppable. Like, he's not really scared of the demons at all. He's he's just kind of like, hey, here I come. I, I exercise another demon. I like no that. problemo.
2: I like where you were going when you said the Pope being possessed. I thought that would have been sweet yeah, like this was sort some awesome. like political espionage that the de- like the devil is going through, and he's like try- and then the only person that believes it is uh Father <laughs> Amort. because everyone else clearly on the council is like, ah, exorcism's lame, they don't exist blah blah blah,
0: and he's like, no, I'm telling you like it's real, and then he
2: Has to go through it and finally prove to everyone. That could be number two.
0: Yeah, I got one. The movie ends with like Stevenson, like Thriller. You know Mm. when, like at the end of Thriller, when Michael Jackson looks at the camera and his eyes go all crazy.
2: Oh, and Stevenson's the devil. What if
0: Stevenson had done that? He's like he's actually been possessed the whole time.
2: So I thought that was going to happen at the end of this movie because I don't know if you remember when they're at HQ and the Pope is like, uh, Gabriella is like, oh, what happened to that son of a bitch that, you know, put me on trial? And the Pope was like,
1: well, you know, yeah, he took a sabbatical in Guam for, uh, for some time.
2: And then he goes, we have a new friend joining us. And then like the guy from the beginning that defended Gabriella, not really, but defended him in court came in. I thought that guy was going to be a demon and come in. And that I thought maybe awesome. he was the one making the Pope sick.
0: Uh-huh. That would have been awesome. Like, he was yeah. like a devil's, uh like, guy the whole time.
2: Yeah. 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 Double agent. That would mm-hmm. be cool. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Um, we've, we angle- I think it's time. Yeah. We've talked a lot. Let's, uh, we, we've we <laughs> We've sort of said what we thought about the movie. I'm not really sure or not, but uh, let's let's figure out what the critics and audience have to say. so good the pope's exorcist 49% critics it's not, it's not the worst we've done it's not the best let's, uh, let's figure <laughs> out what, what's going on here this first one uh, let's do it from matt brunson at film frenzy they said boilerplate blather with the final battle and orgy of damning CGI satiety. She- what? Satiety. So Is that even so a so word? St- satiety,
0: satiety, satiety.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Huh? You know, here's my say thing about
0: satiety. She-
2: here's my thing about being a critic.
1: I feel oh, like yeah,
0: yeah.
2: They bring it on themselves to come up with these catchy, fun. Uh, Headlines, and then what they end up doing. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is a little behind the curtain for for our couch critics, our real critics, everyone that's listening. Um,
0: Couch critics, I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you want to be a couch critic,
0: I love that Patreon.
2: Join our Patreon. You can be a couch critic. Um, Here, here's something I want to tell you guys. A lot of a lot of people that have to write for a living, what they're gonna do. They're not as smart as they sound. They They want to sound really smart, and they want you to think that they sound really smart. So what they do is they write something really normal, like that we would talk to each other about, and then they highlight the words, they right-click, and then they press synonyms, and then they just click one, whether or not that makes sense uh, (laughs) for the sentence or not. Because I will tell you, the word, S-A-T-I-E-T, satiety, no,
0: it's,
2: satiety.
0: It's s a t i e t y.
2: Yeah, that word does not make sense in the context of what this person wrote, because it means to be full, and it doesn't. Yeah, make sense. exactly. Because like, it was like too much CGI. It yeah, it was like disgusting CGI.
1: Yeah. Okay,
2: fine. But you know what, Matt? We don't need the thesaurus. You could have just said. This movie had too much CGI, which I disagree with because I thought it could have used more. Like
0: all of it's at the end. I thought it was yeah. fine. Yeah, it could have been could've used more.
2: <laughs> Two out of four. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't satiated <laughs> yeah, enough. I
0: thought it could have used more.
2: <laughs> I wasn't I I wasn't satiated enough. I loved the third act,
0: it was awesome.
2: I thought this was first like the marvelification
0: of the exorcist movie.
2: It's funny Movies. you say that. Some someone may have said that later. Uh, this next one from uh, Matt Zoller from uh, Roger Ebert: a watchable but far from special rehash of exorcism movie cliches. Two out of four.
1: Okay, fair enough.
2: And I mean yeah. Uh, this la- this n- last one here, Tim Roby from the Telegraph. They said Asmodeus is not particularly scary at any point. The agents of darkness are having an off day in that department, but the film sometimes finds an enjoyable, silly sweet spot. Excuse me, I'm losing my mind.
0: I mean, yeah, I think that like the king of hell, you would have thought had would have more power. You know, he's just kind of doing like the same old shit. I'm and gonna possess why, this like, girl, and she's gonna crawl up all over the walls.
2: And a a little kid. Like, why a little kid? Aren't you the king of hell? Like, do something cool. I I mean, I get it. That's the point. He's trying to get there. And
0: he's the most traumatic one. He's the most traumatized one. So he's like the closest to, he's like the easiest to possess or something like that. Father Amorth at some point says something about it. I mean. Listen to Father Amorth.
2: He could have done better. That's all I'm saying.
0: Hey,
1: I called called the Father
2: Amorth a compiler. Asmodeus. Frog. Not good enough.
0: Yeah, mailing, he's Fair. mailing it in. Mailing Probably it in. lying. I mean, demons lie.
2: Yeah, potential. He has all the potential in the world. You're gonna go after a kid? Come on. All right. Easy way out. That's like
1: ugh.
2: easy way out. Tom Brady to the Bucks. Easy way out. Ugh. Hate it. LeBron to the Lakers. <laughs> Please. Easy. Kevin Durant <laughs> to the Warriors.
1: <laughs> what are you? Come on.
2: Come on. You could do it on your own. <laughs> Please. I think it's safe to say critics say they, they just couldn't get into it it didn't make the movie it, it was silly it wasn't scary why is russell crowe have a fake italian accent the whole time and then sometimes doesn't i they they just it seems like they couldn't really figure out what this movie was which is why they were right around that 50 percent sweet spot um and then we head to the audience at 81 percent. this first guy right here jim bob he gave this one he's he says Great work of historical fiction. Jim Bob. Yeah. Great work of historical fiction. Scary as hell. Especially if you've ever read the Bible. Five stars.
0: (laughs) Okay, Jim Bob. Did you read the Bible? You didn't read the fucking Bible, you fucking liar. Nobody's read the Bible. Long book. I think
2: he has. I mean, someone's got to have read it at some point, right? A couple people.
0: Should I read the Bible? they good things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's
2: been around forever. I mean, definitely. Yeah, You talk about bestseller.
0: Most popular book of all Most time. Yeah, Behind Harry Potter soccer. and then One Piece.
2: <laughs> Harry Potter. Can you imagine? Maybe that's why Amorte didn't like Harry <laughs> Potter. He saw the...
0: He <laughs> yeah, he was jealous. He was yeah. jealous of the success.
1: <laughs> God damn it. How could I have not seen a Professor Quill, of course, the whole time? Ugh. Ah.
2: So good. Alright, this next one. Uh, by SD, two stars. It was as if Marvel took a shot at making an Exorcist movie, just like you said. Uh, and then this last one. Fun to watch, but not scary. It wasn't laughable. They really tried to make a great movie. And Russell Crowe did well, but they just used all Exorcist tactics that we've seen over the last 40 years. Three stars. Completely, completely agree. So, with that, 81% from the audience. Most of them found it really scary, entertaining. They loved it. 49% from the critics couldn't get into it. Jose. Let's get into okay. our real ranking. Real
0: ranking time. Let's, let's go. Get into our real ranking. i agree with a lot of the critics like you know more more thought out problems with it and this is this does have a lot of exorcism cliches it's nothing that we haven't seen before um but i had so much fun watching this movie it was a fucking riot for me let's have to say it's a great movie so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a 45 out of 100
2: Oh, 45.
0: 45. Wow.
1: Below
2: 45. the critics. That's impressive. Below the critics, so it's, uh, that's tough. I'm going to say...
0: God, it's so fun. It's so fun, though. On the,
2: on the real ranking, for those that have never listened, uh, that's where we give movies 0 out of 100. Uh, 0 being a movie that probably never was, was released, so we'll just never get a chance to see, like Batgirl and 100 Batgirl. being uh one of one of, also Batgirl, uh probably one of the best movies of all time.
0: Um uh, <laughs>
2: this movie, I think I think I I stated it. It was a little hard to get into uh with the ADR of a child. Um and it wasn't just because it was a fake voice for the child. It was because it was also one of the worst demon voices I think I've ever heard in a movie. It just <laughs> took away from it being scary at all. I think the extra grunts, the <clears throat> uh, the extra roars that oh, were Oh, you didn't like when he goes, really... I'm gonna
0: fuck you and you'll come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a lot of, like, uh, scene-ending growling and yelling. Uh, guttural, really. Um, it, it was just hard for me to really get into, but what I could get into was the buddy cop duo of Amorte and Stevenson Uh, And so I think that there's a lot of potential in this movie. I look at it like a starter home. You know, you move in, you walk in, and you're like, man, everywhere I look, it's a piece of shit. But boy, could I make this into something great? And so for that, I'm going to give this movie a 40 out of 100.
0: Wow. Okay. Nice. We're in agreement, John. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, boy, I know. it kids. made me laugh, life. huh? It was so funny. I wish I had seen this with with like with someone. I saw it by myself.
2: I know. We should we should do that too on our Patreon. We should watch our movies
0: together. We should. We should. That's a great idea. Um, we're, th- yeah. we're clearly you guys are listening to us just kind of uh, figure out what the hell we're gonna do with our Patreon. But yeah,
2: you're also in our business meeting here live. Yeah, yeah. this is today. a
0: this is a you know we're pitching. This is a pitch meeting, but. Anyways, yeah. let us know what you guys thought of the Pope's exorcist. Let us know on our socials at EARC Pod, at Hozer at John B Wolf, and be sure to catch all of our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we haven't quite decided what we're going to do next, but if you have any ideas, please shoot us a text. Shoot us, sh- just get it. You know our socials. I just told you them. Okay. Yeah. You know how to read?
2: Join you. our Discord. Yeah.
0: Join our Discord. Actually, that's the best way actually to. Uh, to get in contact with, us, in and, with us and to yeah, pitch, we're always to pitch checking potential that. movies. Um, yeah.
2: And be a couch critic.
0: Yeah. So make sure you listen and reach out on our socials. My name's Jose Garcia at joseloser. Loser. He with oh, John nice Wolf you at John B. Wolf. And hey, nice to meet you too, buddy. And today it seems like we sided with the critics, but remember that at the end of the okay. day, everyone's a real Every critic.
2: Real
0: critic. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Craig. Appreciate it. Thanks, Craig. Craig. Appreciate you, Uh, Craig. (laughs) Producer Craig.